<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, and whenever you are tuning into this video. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to another episode of Ruthless Talk. Hope everybody is enjoying their weekend. Today is Saturday, so it's time to talk. And what was a horrific, and I am using that in the <laughs> nicest way possible, a horrific uh, Friday Night Smackdown, which was last night. There is a lot to talk about as well as a WrestleMania backlash card or a few matches on that card, I should say, that was announced for the show. And there's going to be lots to talk about. But before we get into that, as well as the show, of course, today is also another edition. We haven't done this in a while, Brian. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, uh, been another a minute. edition of our top five wrestlers of this week. And boy, was it hard to make this freaking list. Legit. I mean, Brian, <laughs> yeah. I, Brian, I could speak for you. We, we, you just finished your freaking list as soon as we just started recording here. So that's how tough guys yeah. this week has been. I literally just finished my list not too long ago. So, but we're going to get in, uh, involved in that once uh, we finish getting through Friday night SmackDown. So before we talking about backlash, before we start talking about SmackDown, um, I know that there was an announcement that I made about a, uh, a special guest that was supposed to be on this show today. But unfortunately, due to certain circumstances, as well as uh, their schedule, uh, that uh, interview and that special guest will be now postponed. That whole uh, situation is now postponed for next week. Uh, so if, like I said, unfortunately, due to uh, their schedule and some circumstances here and there, uh, that'll be pushed back for next week. So kind of an unfortunate situation, but uh, but again, that is planned for next week. So make sure you guys stay tuned for who that person is. This person is an active wrestler. Um, so that active wrestler, you know, we're, it'll be a, a nice little little interview. We're looking forward to it. I know that person is looking forward yeah, to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that is going to be uh, going to be going down next week. Our first active yeah. wrestler um, up on this platform, which is going to be huge. Um, and it's going to be checking out some other stuff online. Yeah, absolutely. so definitely. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Absolutely. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that <clears throat> as well as continue to listen to us either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you are listening on to this right now. We appreciate you tuning in as well as following our new our new TikTok page. We are very, very active on that. We, we've been getting a lot of views, a lot of freaking, a uh, lot of eyeballs over there, Brian, as well as our Instagram nice. page, of course, and as well as our Facebook group as well, as we're getting over 60 plus. Hopefully that number continues to increase um, as we go at, you know, by the week and by the day. So, um, but make sure you follow, the, follow all of our social medias to keep up with any updates or anything like that um, as we move along uh, by the week and by the day. So. Now let's get into this uh, this WrestleMania backlash card, and my God, this is legit. If I had to, if I had to make uh, an assumption, Brian, about this 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 pay per view, this is not a pay per view. You know what this is? This is a glorified house show. At least that this is how it's pretty much booked. Because here's the thing: so there were three matches, right, that were announced uh, for or last night on SmackDown. And they were announced mm -hmm. for WrestleMania Backlash. One of them was Rhea Ripley uh, versus Selena Vega, a match that we pretty much saw coming. But honestly, to me, and I know, Brian, we talked about this off the air uh, just not too long ago. Um, I honestly don't mind it. I, I don't mind it. I mean, of course, it's, you know, it's, it's in Puerto Rico. You know, Selena Vega 
you know, I just wish that again, there was just more, just this company giving a shit about this freaking feud and about Rhea Ripley as well as a whole. I mean, ever since Rhea yeah, Ripley's won the title, right. I, I mean, she hasn't done a, a fucking thing. She's just been, it, here's just your been champ ex- guys. <laughs> exactly. Here's your champ. And she's just going to stroll along with the whole Ray Mysterio, bad bunny and uh, Dominic uh, feud, as well as Damian priest as he's starting to be involved with that as well. Um, and then you have guys, once again, I shit you not. And, and I called this guys. If you remember, the, the Monday Night Raw review, I legit said about the situation with the United States Championship, about, you know, you had Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. They were starting to form a feud, and all of a sudden, Austin Theory, your United States champion, was inserted to all this. And I said this, Brian, I said this to you, and I said that I said it to everybody watching. Yep. Know, don't be shocked if they make this a triple threat at Backlash. And here we are, guys. And what do you now, know? What do you know? Exactly. Just <laughs> poof, expecto petroleum. You got your triple threat match, and it's Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed. So once again, Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley, the same two fucking people that we have watched for the entire year of 2022. We've seen Seth Rollins being inserted with these two, as well as many others, and now it's Bronson Reed. So now subtract Seth and add Bronson. Exactly. (laughs) Just just lazy, lackluster, and this company as a whole, just in a nutshell, not giving a single fuck. And it pisses me off. I don't know how you feel about it, Brian, but it pisses me off to absolutely no end that they would legit, knowing that that they have done this feud, like legit all year last year. I mean, guys, do your research. Like we see, we see these people in, in singles matches and triple threats, tag matches, wh- whatever you want to call it, different stipulations. And now in April of 2023, we're getting it again. It's just, it's just freaking lazy. Mm-hmm. And again, bro, it's, it's nothing but a, it's a glorified house show. And, and, and if that doesn't get any better guys, listen to this as well. Seth Rollins, Sethington Rollins is going up for, get ready for it, Brian, get ready for it, get ready. Omos, yes, guys, I'm I'm not kidding, I'm legit not kidding, if you guys saw SmackDown, if you guys saw them, you know, hype up the WrestleMania card, they added those three matches, yes, guys, legit. The backlash card. Just the randomest shit, more random than Brock Lesnar attacking Cody Rhodes, uh, from the Raw after WrestleMania with no care, no explanation, no fucks given by this company. And, and to make it to, and to put the cherry on top, now you add this random baffling match between Sethington Rollins and Omos. Oh my God. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I said I, I had the same reaction about it, us talking about uh, AEW as well this past Thursday about the whole. TNT title situation, Wardlow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have words for, for, for this. I, I mean, this is le- legit just like, you know, le- we're going to give you this random match just out of the blue. It's not even a match that you guys even ask for, but fuck it. We're going to give it to you, and you're going to freaking like it. I, I, I mm-hmm. mean, oh, my God. I don't know what this company's obsession with with Omos and trying to get this dude over and putting him in the most randomest matches and most randomest feuds. It is the, it, it's just so freaking like, again, I have no words. I, I really don't. Yeah. I wish I did guys. And I, I gave you the words and my thoughts, but I don't, that's, that's what this company has driven me to where I am legit 
speechless. And 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 it's just it's absolutely just unbelievable. It's like I've seen it all. I, and guys, keep in mind we are two weeks away, or pretty much. Yeah, two I was just looking at the date. Yeah, in that time frame from WrestleMania backlash and poof, you get Seth Rollins and freaking Omos. Just most baffling ways <laughs> you can imagine. Um, but those are your three matches, as well as Brock and Cody. Yeah. A, a match that you'd think that would be pretty darn good on paper. Brock Lesnar versus versus Cody Rhodes. Wow, that's pretty epic. But nope, they managed to also fuck that up. <laughs> with with no title on the line, that's pretty much going to be your main event. While Roman Reigns sits at home with his two beautiful titles, sipping on <laughs> um, pina coladas and having a six-month vacation. You know, just, just trying to get to a thousand days in his title reign. Um, and this, but th- yeah. and this is what you got because here's the thing too, Brian. I'm going to send this off to you because I've done a lot of talking to start this show. Th- this company is lost. There's no long term plans here. Th- these plans are day by day basis. They don't know yeah. what they're doing long term. They are just throwing out random match after random match after random match, and just seeing if if it, again it's throwing baloney at the wall and see if it fucking sticks. That's what it is. And, 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 and here's the thing, Brian, we see through the bullshit, you know, some other people may, may, you know, may give this a mulligan and give it a pass, but not us. We see right through this bullshit and it is ridiculous. And in this company, and again, if there's one word that I can describe this company right now, it's just lost because they have no idea. And I mean, no idea what they're doing ever since WrestleMania night two. The, the switch has immediately flipped and now you can see it. And, yeah. and here's the, and here's another thing too. wrestle. Uh, there was a night of champions, right? Which I believe is going to be in another couple of weeks. That's going to be in Saudi. Right. And I'm going to talk more about that as also, as we get into the show, that show was also originally supposed to be the King of the ring and queen of the ring. So on the fly, they're changing shit. That just tells you right then and there, Brian, they, they just don't have a clue what they're doing. They're changing things on the fly. They're throwing random matches like Seth and Omos for no fucking reason at all. At all. <laughs> and it and it's just, you know, it's just like, you know, tell me that you don't give a shit without telling me that you don't give a shit. Oh my yeah. god. I've done enough talking to start the show, Brian. Y- your thoughts about this about this backlash card and, and everything as a whole with WWE right now. Yeah, right right now, um, it's garbage, man. Uh, I'll start, well, yeah, the three matches that were announced um, on SmackDown. So, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like you with uh, Zelina Vega and Rhea. Like, you know, I, I'm not, I ain't going to hate on, you know, the events in Puerto Rico. Sure, you know, Atlas, she's that's going to be an awesome, you know, once-in-a-lifetime moment for her. But, yeah, it, like... The, the bad part about it or may, or what makes it just so shitty is that you've done nothing to build it. And like, and you know, you don't have to, wouldn't even have to build it as, you know, some like long-term legit feud. Like, okay, it's, it's in this month in between mes- uh, WrestleMania and backlash. Um, but just do something with it rather than get, rather than, just yes, ha- just the having story. a match, just randomly throwing out a match just to have a match, you know? Right. Rather than having the story be like, okay, we're giving Selena this match because it's in Puerto Rico and she's Puerto Rican. Like, 
fucking make somewhat of an attempt to build a story. Like, yeah, okay, maybe yeah. we all get it. We give see, us a reason to that. give a shit about the match going right. into it. And, and, that, and that's the yeah. thing in a nutshell too, Brian. Nobody – I don't know maybe if this is just a, a, the different style of wrestling today. That's the problem. Like it's all about – and this is what I mentioned about uh, a couple weeks ago as well or even last week or even a couple days ago. Like it's not about building – pay-per-views anymore it's it's all about cheap pops in these television ratings oh we're too lazy yeah. to tell a story let's have a title match let's have a women's tag title match let's have an intercontinental ch championship match like you saw last night but with no care with no reason to give a fuck and there's no connection with these wrestlers none i don't give yeah. a i don't give a damn about how many title matches you throw on your show if there's no connection if there's no build if there's no reason then nobody is going to care, and and, and that's yeah. and, and that that's just the bottom line. So, yeah, uh, yeah, and the the other two matches, um, uh, yeah, okay, I, I'll just skip right over the uh, the U.S. title match. I mean, yeah, we we've seen again. It's just taking Seth out and putting Bronson Reed in. Uh, same thing, um, and but yeah, this Seth Rollins and Omos match, like, holy fuck, uh. Like you said, I mean, there's two weeks two weeks away. So what what you got a total of four more shows? Yeah, there's been Great absolutely match. nothing between these two guys, nor should there be. But up to this point, there's been there's been no no interaction, no mention, no no crossing past, no nothing. No. But but now we have a, a pay per view Zilch. match at Backlash. Um, and I would even say, you know, while while James, you're saying like they like they don't know what they're doing, like. I would even say it's it's even worse than that. It's you know because if if you think they don't know what they're doing, then there there's that hope that like well I don't know if somebody can pull their head out of their ass or bring somebody in and change it up a little bit. But the thing is, I, I think one man knows ex what he's doing, and that's Vince. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know whether we like it or or it's a good product or a good story or good whatever. At this point, right now, at this moment in time, none of that fucking matters. <laughs> like, yeah, because no, yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think he he does know what he's doing, yeah. and for whatever reason, he wants to push Omos. And but you but you're pushing him in a way where you're not even you're not even telling a story, you're not even building anything. So again, I mean, I I I, I think. Uh, you know, I, I know it's easy to hate on Vince McMahon and and. And, and think of like, you know, think of him as being this like, you know, evil billionaire, yeah. whatever, recluse. Yeah. <laughs> but to some degree, that is kind of true. Like he doesn't, you know, he he worked, he, he bullied his way, powered his way back into WWE. Um, and, and now now he's back there. And maybe there's some oversight from from this parent company, maybe. Um, but at the moment it's Vince's show and, and this is what <laughs> Omos I mean. is going to be pushed and, uh, Riddle is now in the bloodline yeah. story for some reason. And, um, yeah, uh, your, your, your world champion, Rhea Ripley, who just got crowned at WrestleMania and was, I mean, that was a, you know, it's been building and it was a huge fucking moment and now it's, it's been a month and where the fuck has she been? Like. Holy shit, man. Uh, so, yeah, it's 
I'm not looking forward to this card at all, really. Um, I mean, I guess that the Cody and Brock match just to see how that goes down and what the fuck happens. But other than that, man, um, this is horrible. I could, I could miss <laughs> this pay per view and miss and get and and lose. Yeah, zero me sleep. too. I, I can lose yep. zero sleep, yep. dude. There, there is just it's a house show. It's a glorified house show. Sure, are you gonna get some good yeah. action? Right, of course you will. But like, does anybody care about a house? show or matches the answer is no and that's what this pay-per-view is in a nutshell and it's funny you mention about vince mcmahon right i've said this for months and years and i've said this ever since he quote-unquote retired he never he's (laughs) never left this company he has always had his nose in this freaking company since day one if you guys really believe that this dude went on retirement and went on a freaking a week cruise in hawaii or some shit then you don't know Vince McMahon. You don't. He's been, and you can tell even from the Triple H era and how how great Triple H is as, as head of creative. We have seen countless times Triple H being at the head of the head of creative, you know, booking these shows. How everything is still inconsistent, right? It's not like mm-hmm. Triple H has been a booking god and just booking everything from top to bottom spotless, right? You know, and that's why I hold Triple H accountable because Triple H is that much, you know, you know, is that much responsible for all this as Vince McMahon is because he's just like Vince McMahon. And I know what people are going to say, right? Oh, well, James, like, what do you expect him to do? His hands are tied. It's Vince McMahon's company. It's like, you know what he can do? He can freaking find his balls and step up to him. Like how like at what point, Brian, like, you know, Triple H. We talk about like with NXT, right? NXT talents and all these all these NXT talents that are most of them are also now on the main roster and how it's mm-hmm. his baby and he wants to protect them. And it's like, okay, then why why doesn't Triple H say or do anything? Right? I understand right. he may not have the, the final say with Vince McMahon, but the least that he can do is stand up for himself and stand up for the wrestlers and say, This is wrong. This is not how they should be booked. But he doesn't do that. He stands shoulder to shoulder with Vince, and he runs all the way to the freaking bank, like I always say on this platform. That's the problem, because this company, they will not say anything to this dude. That's how easily he was able to get on to, back onto the board and back into power, because he put all of his ducks in a row, all of his yes men and women all in a row. And that way, when all, when all those accusations you know, from the from the sexual misconducts and all that stuff, right? When when the whole that whole talk a couple months ago, when that was finally being you know put to bed and, and put, pushed to the side, you knew Vince McMahon was going to crawl right back into mm-hmm. power. And here we are, and it does not shock me at all. So, but but that's also <laughs> who Triple H is as well, because Triple H is also a dude that holds grudges. Right. He is also a dude that is power hungry. Right. I mean, like I mentioned before, you know, he, he put he ditched China to the curb and now she now she's and now he's married to the boss's daughter and, and Stephanie McMahon. I mean, come on, guys. Like, I mean, you can easily put two and two together. This is who Triple H is. He's a tremendous performer. Right. I always say that as well about Triple H. He's one of my all time favorites as a performer. But as a person, he is just like Vince McMahon. He is power hungry. He is egotistical. And while and, and with with those two together, right, this company is not going to get any better, at yeah. any better at all. But yeah, I, right, I'll say this, you know, again, just about Triple H or or anybody throughout the years, like, and 
you know, how I, I would agree that there are definitely um, similarities in in the the, char- the traits, personality, uh, you know, traits between McMahon and Triple H. But at the end of the day, like I, I mean, you know, we, we've all you know throughout the years. I mean, there's I think there's many people. Um, who I, I don't know whether whether you, you say they they stood up to him or whatever whether it's, whether it's been wrestlers themselves or Shane it was like a Pat Patterson or or Briscoe yeah but ultimately what did he do I mean he just left I mean so the but product honestly, was still the, the same rather, but listen, uh, the, rather, that's the answer is just yeah. him leaving it's but again at the end of the you day and listen I understand it's just but it's just to me it's just more about self respect for yourself sure. Right. If you're if you're just if if Vince McMahon is just back there, you know, like we assume, like ripping up scripts and changing everything and changing people's freaking, you know, changing people's names and their looks and the shows and everything. You would think that Triple H, you know, looking out for these wrestlers and looking out for the company, he would say something. And that's not just Triple H. It's 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 everybody in that company. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, you know, throughout the decades, like and nobody. I mean, you know, I think. I think many people have throughout the year. That that's the thing I'm saying is like it. I, I guess I've just accepted it at this point. I've, yeah. After watching it so long, it, it, it's like um, I, I mean, literally, until this man not. is like invalid or dead, like he is the yeah. he's going to be putting on the show. Abs- it's him, absolutely. And you listen, know? I don't expect yep. these people if they would do step up to Vince, like oh, the show's just going to get better. No, but I just I want to see these dudes just you know. You know, it's it's like any it's like any job or any boss that you work with, right? It's like if you're gonna continue to get treated like shit and book these crazy hours oh, sure. with minimal pay, yeah. right? Like, are you just gonna sit there and take it, or are you gonna have some self respect and and stand up for yourself, right? It's just self respect. I, I again, Shane McMahon has done that, and countless other even like wrestlers have had to, you know, has ha- have asked for this, have asked for their release and say like I'm done, like I'm done with this stuff. Like I'd rather just walk out. And not get paid, yeah. not take my paycheck, then sit here and get treated like a joke because my reputation means a lot to me, right? Sure. And, and that's what I just and I and I don't have any respect for Triple H in that aspect because he all he care it's like it's he just stands shoulder to shoulder with with Vince McMahon all the way till the cows come home. Freaking Shane McMahon has done it countless times. I have tremendous respect for Shane McMahon as well as many wrestlers that have stood up to Vince and have had to walk out. Why won't Triple H do the same thing? Because he doesn't have he doesn't have a set. He just doesn't. And and <laughs> and you know. And look, do, do I expect the shows just to get better because people are stepping up to Vince? I mean, probably not. But again, but it's but if but if countless and it's not just Triple H, right? Again, I I know I I I I, I kind of pick on Triple H because again, he is the head of creative, pretty much, right? And he's you know he's the son-in-law of, of Vince McMahon, but. It's it's everybody there. It's it's everybody, whether it's freaking, you know, Kevin Dunn or whoever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's everybody, but nobody wants to do anything. And and, and that's just where it's just like they're just watching a, a company just go up in flames and just watching Vince McMahon just run amok and just do whatever the fuck he wants to do. But yet he doesn't care because he has the power. He's gonna make money, whether it's with freaking Saudi Arabia right. or or freaking peacock or whatever it is and and that's Mm -hmm. what pisses me off more than anything because if if people in that company do not speak out and stand up to this dude then nothing's gonna change nothing right yeah well i mean i guess 
Yeah, but I mean, I, I expect that. Like I said, I, I expect that until literally until the man dies, or yeah. just literally physically <laughs> it's like cannot Punk, it's like do Punk's this promo, anymore. Like, his pipe bomb in a nutshell. He's like, this company is probably better off if Vince McMahon was pretty much gone and no longer here anymore, right? Yeah. So and but so yeah, yeah I mean, I, I expect that it, it's not. Uh, I mean, this is this is what it's going to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, it. it, it yeah, I, I mean, I can't say anything other than that until something is proven that somebody else is legit making decisions that is above Vince, but that's just not happening. So, no, yeah, absolutely not. And yeah, guys, with all that being said, I mean, and we'll we'll, we'll continue to update uh, this WrestleMania backlash card. Is I mean, this this again, yeah. it's just and like I said, guys, I said at the top of the show, this company. And I always say this a lot about WWE as well. They either don't care or they're just that freaking clueless. It's one of the two. And it's just crazy just how, again, WrestleMania, how – yes, was it – was everything perfect? No. But were there – was there signs of hope? You're damn right there was. There, there was a lot of good stuff leading into WrestleMania. And we've been supporting WWE all up until that that moment but ev- but mm. ever since wrestlemania's ended and we've heard the stuff about the whole the whole sale deal with 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 endeavor and ufc the switch has completely flipped and yeah. i don't see how this is going to get any better unless something unless something happens in in this foreseeable future i i, I don't see this product getting any better at all Especially now that Vince McMahon is back into now, I, I understand he doesn't have the majority of power. He only has, you know, that that majority of power is now with Endeavor now with this whole with this whole sale. But still, now that Vince McMahon has some semblance of power, but yeah, he still has a power. Like at that Monday Night Raw show live, he and again, he's I, I'm pretty sure he's done it on each shit even at Wrestle or maybe the Raw after WrestleMania. He has the power to tear that whole fucking script up and rewrite it right there a half hour before the show, and he will. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, so, yeah, whether it's it's 51 49% or complete ownership or whatever, he is the man sitting at that seat mm-hmm. live Monday. I don't know if he's there on SmackDown. I, I, I don't know, but and that's, definitely and that's Monday the, Night Raw. And that's the that's thing, him. too. It's just like we're also <laughs> going to play this game as well. Like, oh, like – you know, because because and here's the thing too, and and, I, and like I said, I know the easiest thing is just to blame Vince McMahon for everything, right, Brian? You just said that a couple moments ago. But here's the, another game we're just going to continue to play. Oh, this was a Vince McMahon decision. Ain't no way Triple H would make that type of decision. This was all Vince McMahon. Could that be the case? Yeah, of course. But guys, it's both of them. They are. This yeah. is the Triple H and Vince McMahon show. It's both of them. It's not just one part. It's both of them, right? So, and that's what you're gonna get from weeks to years on end. That is what you're gonna get. Because I'm not gonna play this game. How? Oh, everything bad that happens. It's oh, it's just all Vince. And everything good, maybe slight good that you get. Oh, that's all Triple H. I'm not gonna play that game. I'm just. I'm not gonna do that. I'm blaming everybody. That includes Vince McMahon, of course, and Triple H. I'm not giving anybody a pass. And I, I did the same thing with people like with Bruce, of course, and other and others, right? But of course, the main focus was on Vince McMahon at the end of the day because he is the guy, you know, he is the dude that's pretty much running everything. 
but before you know, I, before we get into the show, just one last comment. When whenever that time comes when Vince is no longer here, I, I think even right now in this moment, you know who should be head of creative in WWE? Paul fucking Heyman. <laughs> Period. Like, and if there's a way for him, like. Obviously, it's this is probably going to stay in the McMahon family. But if there is a way for Paul Heyman to somehow, you know, be in at the top there somehow or ownership, but at least in creative, having them write the show, Paul fucking Heyman, you're, <laughs> like your do lips, it. Your lips to God's ears, man. Seriously, yeah, right? They, they, like in like legit full. Like this is no like no Vince McMahon involved. This is strictly Paul Heyman and just his Paul show. Heyman. Your lips yep. to God's ears, bro. That's that's all yeah. I can really say in regards to that situation. But that was a long yeah. ass cold open, man. Let's finally get into <laughs> yeah, uh, man. SmackDown from last night. How bad was this show? How horrific was the show? Well, you're about to find out. Let's jump into it. Friday night SmackDown, April twenty first, twenty twenty three, live in. The Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio. Our number one starts off with a tag match. Uh, this should sound familiar, guys. It's Rey Mysterio <laughs> and Santos Escobar versus the Judgment Day. It's Damian Priest and Finn Balor. So the same type of tag match that you saw in previous weeks, and I'm sure you've even seen it this week, just take out uh, Dominic Mysterio, and now you've added Finn Balor. So not mm-hmm. only do these shows suck, but they're just, it's a rerun. You're seeing the same matches and the same, just the same everything. And, and, yeah. and, and to start the show off, they, they, we go right to the bullshit, which is a match. Not just, a, it, it's bad enough that they're starting the night off with the match, but it's a tag match that we've seen countless times. It's, but now, instead of Dominic Mysterio with the Judgment Day, now you have Finn Balor. It's the same match against Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Uh, match time was 12 and a half minutes. Uh, Rey Mysterio hits a 6-1-9 onto Balor, followed by a splash from Escobar from the top rope. However, Balor was not the legal, the legal man. Priest was tagged, or Priest tagged in early on before that exchange happened. Uh, Priest tags in, he takes advantage, wins the match via the South of Heaven chokeslam onto Escobar as the Judgment Day win the match. And post-match, Priest sends a message to Bad Bunny, you know, of course, with their potentially their upcoming uh, tag match, which is going to be him and uh, Dominic Mysterio against Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny, probably at WrestleMania Backlash, uh, says some words on the microphone, and Balor and Priest stand tall at the top of the stage, and that is your segment. Um, does it sound familiar, guys? Because it should, because this <laughs> is once again the same fucking bullshit that we see every fucking week. There is no care. It is lackluster. And it is fucking ridiculous how I'm. It's a rerun. Just, just you, it, it's just yeah. like you might as well watch the same episode of Stranger Things over and over again. That is this <laughs> company in a nutshell. You're just gonna get the same matches with the same fucking people, may I add? And maybe you might, you know, you might get a, a person switched out here or there, but it's the same matches, the same story. Like it's, it's, and it's just redundant and it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, the only positive gripe, if I may add about this, and Brian, I'll send this off to you. Is the fact is Damian Priest? I do like the fact that Damian Priest. He's been collecting a lot mm-hmm. of W's in these rematches. It sucks that the rematches and no one gives a shit about them. But Damian right. Priest has. He's really been. Uh, you could tell that they're they're building him 
pretty pretty well he's winning a lot of matches he's getting the pinfall of these matches i guess they want to make him actually like a dominant a, a dominant mm-hmm. force going up into that uh whatever that tag match is going to be at wrestlemania backlash so that's the only positive gripe i have had this outside of that this was just a tag match that like again i'm not even gonna go like who's gonna go back and watch this seriously who's gonna go back and why like oh did you see the did you see the match between the judgment day and Rey mysterio uh, Santos Escobar, yeah, dude, that was such a great match. Do you remember the the six one nine and the split? Oh, dude, that was so good. Oh, it was so good. I've already I've watched that about like five times. Who the fuck is saying that? Somebody, somebody right. acknowledge, acknowledge me. No pun intended to Roman. Who is saying that shit? Who is going back and watching these matches? The answer is nobody. Nobody. Brian, your thoughts. Yeah, um, and unfortunately, with a lot of this show, really, um, I'm going to keep my. I mean, there's just I don't have a whole lot to say about them. Like you said, we we've seen the match. You know, it was a good match. Um, uh, I, I'm with you. I, um, I I really really got my eye on Damian Priest here the past couple of weeks, and even Santos Escobar. Um, unfortunately, and Santos like, Escobar es- takes another L. He just takes – yeah. they've, they've done these tag matches now for what, three to four – like at least two to three weeks now? Every tag yeah. match that he's involved with Ray, he takes the freaking pinfall. Why? And now and now they're building up to the fact, oh, now you got to face the, 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 the platinum recording artist, Bad Bunny. You know, oh, be, be, be scared of the bunny, right? While your actually <laughs> legit active wrestler, Santos Escobar, is the one getting L after L after fucking yeah. L. And it's just ridiculous. The LWL, that's, that, guys. Know, they're, they're, they're <laughs> the LWL, that, that's just, yeah, that, that's in like freaking yeah. Eddie Guerrero's rolling in his freaking grave because this is pretty much, that's, that, that's his shtick, the Latino world order. And, and now this new version of it is just looking like a freaking sideshow. Um, yeah. But yeah. And that's the unfortunate part because, yeah, I fully expect, like, I mean, I, I think, uh, and, you know, I, I think Santos has shown a, enough in ring and I, I think he can do a little, you know, mic work too. You know, I, he's not bad. Um, but yeah, I, I've been really interested in, in watching his matches. And I, unfortunately I'm pretty certain that like after this backlash and after the, the bad bunny match and this kind of little story ties up, like you're not going to see the LWO or much of Santos. Like they're, no. You know, no. gonna be like they're gonna you know, be, they're gonna be blowing in the wind, man. They're, they're gonna be back in <laughs> catering, you know, eating their chocolate layered moose cake. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, it's funny. I mean, you know, but uh, <laughs> you'd think you'd laugh, you think it's funny, but honestly, it's 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 a travesty. It it, it just yeah. it sucks. But yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Santos Escobar is talented, but yet he's getting he's getting yep. L after L after L. It's like, can you can you like can you tell me can you not tell me that you don't give a shit about Escobar? Without telling me that you don't give a shit about him, because mm-hmm. he, he just continues to collect freaking L's, and it's just yep. the most mind-boggling, mind-boggling shit ever. So, so there's the start of your show is a rematch. That's pretty much what it is. It's a rematch. It's a rematch of a of a tag between Rey Mysterio and Escobar and the Judgment Day, and you just insert one member of Judgment Day of the other. That's what this is. Are, are you mm-hmm. excited, guys? Is there a pulse beating? Because holy shit, is this exciting? Whole, I mean, my. Yeah, right. Selena Vega's backstage with Adam Pierce. Uh, She wants an opportunity at Rhea Ripley uh, at WrestleMania Backlash. You know, and Adam Pierce is like, all right, let me talk to management. Let me talk to to Rhea Ripley. Let me see. uh, We'll we'll, we'll get back to you and we'll see where it goes. And she ends with, uh, let me know what mommy says. 
um, and that match was made official. Uh, spoiler alert. So again, I don't, I don't mind the match um, because listen, I don't mind you pumping up Selena Vega. It's Puerto Rico, you know. She that's that's pretty much you know her heritage, right? Um, you know, and it's gonna do, it's gonna do wonder. It's gonna put Selena Vega on the map if you build it properly. God forbid. Um, and and, and you. But they haven't. Right and right, it's it, it's a it's actually a good it's actually if you think about it it's a good decent uh first title defense for Rhea Ripley it kind of is you know because I mean no, no one's expecting Selena to win this title anyway but if you book it properly if you book the match properly could do wonders for both ladies but they're not doing shit they they are mm-hmm. doing not even the bare minimum just nothing they're they're just like okay two weeks two weeks left okay let's make the match official. Um, yeah. And yeah, what what, uh, what what are we doing after that? Uh, let's just just d- day by day. I, I don't know. Maybe throw a, put put them in a put them in a mixed tag or some shit because that that's all we got. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, your thoughts uh, about this uh, match? Which that I'm, that'll yeah. Um, I, again, like you, I, I don't mind the match necessarily. Uh, I don't mind it for Zelina. In fact, I, I, that's that's great for Zelina. Selena. Um, but yeah, it, there's there's just been no build it's been you know Rhea's we've barely even seen Rhea since winning the title um it, you know no story no time invested it's just uh None. I mean the, the whole story is you know Selena's like hey there's a, a pay-per-view in Puerto Rico I'm Puerto Rican I'm challenging Rhea I mean that's the fucking story like okay I'm laughing because it's you know. true bro <laughs> yeah um oh I mean, damn, like I said, I like, love Selena, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, um, just fucking attempt to do something. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, again, like, build, do something with, like, you know, Selena doesn't, you know, it starts with the way that uh, Rhea has influenced Dom er, and, and the way they've treated Ray, you know, fucking something. Like, but would, yeah, um, but I, I'm sure we'll get the, we'll get the mixed tag. Um, oh, you probably know the SmackDown coming. beforehand. Oh, oh yeah, you for sure. Oh, that's coming. Oh man, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I can see it now. Oh, I'm and I'm hyped about it too. Like I said, man, can you can you can you hear this pulse like beating? Can you hear my heart racing? I'm super excited for the next tag. Uh, yeah. Says nobody so, ever. Other than that, um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a nice moment for Selena at Backlash. Uh, other than that, just lazy piss poor shit from WWE. Spot on, bro. Spot on. Yep. Up next was a video package of uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. So it was like a vignette type of video package. And and then it followed along with a promo from Karrion Cross. Tremendous freaking mm-hmm. promo. Uh, the shit that this dude gets, like, oh, the character's boring. Uh, like, I, I don't give a shit about Karrion Cross. He does nothing for me. Like, I don't know what the fuck people are watching because every time I watch Karrion Cross, I'm highly invested because of his shtick, especially with with Scarlet by by his side. Here's the problem, and you know what? I'll save it because Brian, I want I want, I want uh, to hear your thoughts first, because um, this is could this work? Absolutely. I mean, Shinsuke and Cross, mm-hmm. but I have a different take about this. But Brian, I'll have you start your your thoughts on the the video package, and uh, again, just th- this weird. I don't want to say weird, but just very just uh, this interesting uh, feud that's starting up between Shinsuke Nakamura and Karrion Cross, and the promo cut by Karrion Cross. Yeah, so uh, the video. Well, let me start. Um, so I guess Shinsuke. So the previous Friday, which I had missed. Um, so I guess he made his debut there, or, or was there another vignette or something? You no, know, he he made his return last week. 
uh, okay. in a match. Yeah. I forgot who it, I forgot who it was against last week. That's how irrelevant it was, guys. That's how that they still don't give a they still don't give a shit about Shinsuke because they don't even make his return <laughs> freaking memorable at all. But he had a match, um, and that was and I think it last it was against Madcap. There you go, Mad- Madcap Moss. It was like yeah, yeah, two or three right. minutes. Mm-hmm. And then yep. uh, Carrion uh, sent like a little vignette message to him with like the cards or whatever, um, and then that was that was pretty much it. So yeah, so that that was yeah, it was a match last week that lasts two to three minutes that nobody yeah. even fucking remembers. I don't right. even fucking remember. And then so so Carrion was the first to like kind of instigate this this back and forth, like Carrion yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. Much, yeah. Gotcha. Um, well, that being said, man, um, like I said, when I, when I saw the, the vignette with Shinsuke, um, initially like, fuck yeah, you know, Shinsuke's back, like definitely excited to see that. Um, the, the Karen Koth promo too, I, again, I, I've mentioned for, for months, like, you know, yeah, I want to see what, you know, why, why isn't this guy in, in, you know, storylines or, you know, whatever. Um, so the only the only thing I would say here is like um, I wouldn't have had them back to back. I would have like spaced it out maybe a little more in the show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and here, look, we've already gone through a spoiler alert. You know, for our top five coming up, we've gone through some people here um, that I don't know may or may not be on mine. Um, but again, here's here's what. Again, like I want to be on board, and and I and I hope I'm wrong. I, I like I want to be proven wrong, right? Um, you know, because I, I heard that Shinsuke had, I guess maybe even last week had made some reference of like going after the world title, right? I, I'm not sure if if he, I, I don't know exactly what he said. Um, but here's the thing, man. Like, again, it's Vince. Um. Maybe, maybe Shinsuke gets a shot. Maybe he's not going to win, especially beating Roman. Not going to win. Um, and here's the thing: I, I think they're they're dropping the ball in a lot of places right now, specifically because of a language barrier. I think they're doing it with Asuka. They've done it with Shinsuke. And I think they're going to do it with EO. EO is going to have, you know, a title match coming up here. And they're all three great performers. Um, Is there a language barrier? Yeah. But that can be worked around. Again, this is fucking scripted shit. Like, there's things you can do. And yeah, man. I mean, I'm really excited to see Shinsuke back, but... I don't know. Like, don't what? I, I just don't trust it, man. I just don't trust it. Like, they're, you know, but yeah, this, this, speaking of uh, Shinsuke and Karrion in a feud uh, starting out, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, I, I just, I, I yeah. hope they give them good shit, man. Cause yeah, it could be good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and no, no, no doubt. I mean, Shinsuke and Karrion Cross. I mean, that's a, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's 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 a that's a take my money situation if you book it properly and you do it correctly. Yep. But here's the problem, and, and this is where this is where I, I take this this conversation into a different direction. What, to me, this seems very rushed, because Shinsuke yeah, Nakamura, right. he, he just returned, right? The dude needs W's. This dude needs momentum. So does Karrion Cross. He needs W's. Yeah. He needs momentum as well. And now you're throwing them in a feud. Who's going to lose? 
again, just like, this is I'll a say question it's, we it's have to ask, be... right? Who is going to freaking lose? And it's probably going to be Karrion Cross. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. But right? again, so, you, again, if you do it right, you can book them still both looking strong. I, I don't trust WWE yeah. to do that, but. Yeah, it, it, I mean, who knows? They might just do that on a freaking SmackDown, honestly. They might just have <laughs> yeah. the match on a freaking SmackDown. Because, um, yep. again, I, I mean, like, because, I mean, or, or I don't know. Do, do they do they maybe book this for WrestleMania Backlash or maybe another pay-per-view in the future? I, I, I don't know. Uh, um, but I'm like you, Brian. I don't trust it because it again, if they add it, if too, they add it, it to... just seems way too soon. It just seems way yeah. too soon to do this. Like it's just again, and th- and this is what I and this is where I also take this 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 topic into um uh, into a different discussion. The fact that they're throwing these two this soon in a feud tells me they still don't give a shit about them. Because if they legit cared about their booking, Brian. They knew they know that these two need victories and they need momentum, mm-hmm. right? But they don't give a shit. They's like, oh, like Shinsuke Nakamura, Karrion Cross. Oh, that's a few to get fans to shut up because they we they both love they both love Shinsuke and Karrion Cross, right? Freaking and, and that's gonna shut people up when you know. But you know they're too freaking you know ego freaking testicle, you know to to actually yep. give them proper booking and you know. And when they feud, right, it's kind of like in a way, um, I don't know, maybe like feuds back in the day, right? Like freaking feuds like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Like those two, I'm sure, were not just thrown together when they both need W's and momentum yeah. before. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but yep. they, they, the feud happened because it was their time to feud. And, and that was because they had all the momentum in the world. That's when you take both of those freaking competitors and put them in a feud. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that that way, nobody when that and because, you know, that the, the feud. Right. And the storyline is going to deliver. So whoever loses that match doesn't lose anything. But here's the problem. Nobody has neither one of these two have any momentum at all. So now you're throwing yeah. these two together and whoever loses, even though the match, even though the storytelling, the storyline may be decent, if they give them that type of booking to me, like the loss would still be pretty crushing, Brian, to be honest with you, because. They've given these two no time to 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 build a connection with the crowd. Even though I know you know we all love Carrying Cross and we know how talented Carrying Cross is, as well as Shinsuke, but one has one just returned, and the other has been off television for fucking weeks. So yeah. again, like what make it make sense? You know, so that that's I will say the. The tell on how much they're giving a shit will be if they book this match for backlash, you know, which is in two weeks. Yeah, it, it's going to be total bullshit. If they yeah, yeah. if they push it out to their next pay per view in uh-huh. in what will that'll be like you know June or something. Probably and, and build then, in Saudi or something. I don't or know. yeah, may, uh, I wouldn't again. That's that. Well, see see what I mean? Cause I don't like, know. I guess beggars but can't be choosers. But I mean, at least by that point, you've at least shown us that you're willing to put invest in telling a story mm-hmm. but yeah you're right if they just have this in two weeks from now it doesn't yeah. fucking matter exactly exactly yep up next we have another tag match this was braun Strowman and ricochet versus the viking raiders match time and length was nine and a half minutes there was actually hilarious spot in this match where Braun Strow- I don't know if you saw this, Brian, but Braun Strowman, he tags in Ricochet. 
He's about to he chucks <laughs> yes, he yes. chucks Ricochet. He, the, the the spot was supposed to be he chucks Ricochet into into Ivar, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> he throws him like maybe four feet, and and Ricochet just lands straight. It, it didn't even it, it didn't like come lands close. at his feet. It didn't even come close to yeah. hitting freaking Ivar, and, and it just lands it straight by his feet. And then Braun Strowman's like, well, fuck. He just runs straight up to Ivar and just punches him in the face. He goes back to the yeah. apron. He just starts laying on the freaking apron floor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even though that was ugly as shit, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It was, just, it it was, was funny to see in the moment. Yeah, it was in absolutely. the moment. It was just funny. I literally literally burst out <laughs> laughing how funny this shit was. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> so that freaking happens. Um. Braun Strowman is like, if, like, why is Braun Strowman delivering like drop kicks? Like, bro, oh, this, I saw that. Yeah. Why is this? He does that a lot. Ugh. Like, why does this dude need to deliver a drop kick? Like, he's a fucking cruiserweight. Like, like, I don't understand. It's like everybody needs to do a drop kick, a fucking flippity do, a fucking jump off the top. Like, enough. Like, it's I can't Braun wait to, Strowman. He's supposed to a be Canadian a destroyer. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do Canadian destroyers at some point, Brian, off the fucking top rope. Right. Just wait, just give it a couple few more weeks, right? Uh, but I I just don't understand. It's like it's not their character doesn't fit. It doesn't fit for that character to do a drop kick, that type of move. So right then and yeah. there, it just looks stupid. It just diminishes Braun Strowman in the process. So he's doing all this crazy shit. What he doesn't even need to be doing. Just like, bro, he's supposed to be a monster. Just book him like a monster in the match, and that's it. I don't need to see him do a fucking drop kick. But that looks ugly as shit. He can barely get himself off the fucking ground. It's just like enough, bro. It's just I'm, I'm so sick and tired of seeing that shit. Um, so uh, Van Halen or Van Valhalla, whatever. Excuse me, Van, Van Halen, Van Halen, the same fucking shit. Valhalla, she gets involved. Viking Raiders gain control. Ivar hits a splash from the top rope, and Strowman kicks out at two and nine tenths. Ricochet and Braun Strowman win this match. Via a swanton off of Braun shoulders, Ricochet hits the swanton bond off of Braun uh, off of Braun Strowman's shoulders. Uh, we've seen that in in previous matches before with these two, and they win the match. So again, Brian, another rematch. How many times have we seen Braun Strowman mm -hmm. and Ricochet in the match? How many times? So another rematch. Yep. So this first hour is like a, a, it's just there's nothing memorable. There's nothing that makes me want to go back and watch this fucking bullshit. I, I mean, yeah. in, in the Viking Raiders, like, again, just in a nutshell, just, you know, show me that you don't give a shit about the Viking Raiders without telling me you don't give a shit about the Viking Raiders because they have pretty much lost to pretty much everybody that is pretty much everybody. existed in this tag division. They've lost to Hit Row. They have lost to the Street Profits. They've lost to the New Day. They lost to everybody. Everybody. Mm -hmm. no, I don't, like, it doesn't matter if, Valhalla, Sarah Logan's with them. It doesn't even matter. They will be booked like effing chumps. And they lose again. For what? In a rematch. Like, it, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and what was the point? So then, and again, Braun Strowman and Ricochet win the match. Okay, great. So, what makes us give a shit about Braun Strowman? Are we really talking about how great Braun Strowman and Ricochet is as a team, guys? The next, come on, stop. You're, you're, you're bullshitting me. And you're, you're bullshitting I fucking hope not. You're bullshitting the both of us, and you're bullshitting yourself. Like, then to stop. It's a freaking rematch that nobody needs to see. It's it's lazy. There's no fucking effort, and we see through this bullshit. And it's this entire first hour 
is just irrelevant and it and it's just pathetic. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Brian, your 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 thoughts on this tag match? Yeah, um, I I didn't give two shits about it. Um, I, I I mean, I don't personally like the tag team of Braun and Ricochet to begin with. Um, we've seen this match a hundred times. I've spoken about how, you know, my thoughts on the Viking Raiders, I actually like them, but at this point, um, at this point, like you're, it's like they're, you, you've booked them. So to, to this point that they're they're I don't, they're never going to be over as the Viking Raiders, you know, currently, it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and that's unfortunate because I, I really, I really do like them as a team. Um, the Sarah Logan edition, Valhalla, I, I do like the the visual of that. Um, and for Jesus Christ, like I mean, seriously, this is the first time she's been out there, and I actually saw her get involved in a match, even as as minimal as, as it was. I mean, she was basically just shouting and kind of trying to uh, distract Strowman. But that's again, you, you've had her out there. She has this presence about her. She's, you know, in this, you know, at least she got involved. Badass looking get up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At least she got finally got involved, but you've had her out there forever. And she literally just stands she does there. something and like why? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, this, the match uh, and listen, I know this is my just personal opinion, but Braun Strowman to me, other again, other than his time uh, when he was with Bray, I don't like anything about him, man. I mean, again, it, it's just the same. He, Look, had, I, we all his, get it. You're a monster. It's yeah. it's him and Omos, and your, your whole fucking thing is raw. <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, do something else, man. Like he's he's had Jesus his, he's Christ. had his moments where he's flipped like freaking freaking trucks and freaking limos. Yeah. And I mean, that, right. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like the visual, like there was camera visuals of him, like flipping over like a freaking, tra- like a, yeah. a tractor trailer or whatever, or a freaking limousine. Like that shit's cool. Like he's done that in the past before this dude. Was, and this dude was over at one point in this career, yeah. even yeah. after the Wyatt Absolutely. family shtick, this dude was, this yeah, dude he was. was actually very, was, was very over with the crowd of what he was doing. And then, and like it's weird. It's like Vince. It's like Vince in this company. They'll they'll give him a big push and they'll take him back two steps. They'll give him another yeah, push. Yeah. He comes back and think we're gonna. They're gonna give him a push, and they completely give him another two steps back. It's very weird. Uh, but no, you're, you're again. It, it's it's like Vince's. It's Vince's like whole fucking like ripping up the entire script a half hour yeah. before the show. It, yeah. It's like Vince. It's like and now he's attached man. to the hip with Ricochet. Like who? Yeah. Shit, man. They're not even a ta- like. Here's the here's a tag team. Right in NXT, I mentioned NXT a lot. You know, um, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Right, that tag team. There is a, there's a reason why they're a tag team, and that, and those two are legit a freaking tag team. They're they're a tag mm. team. You know, for a, le- a legit reason. Right, there was a story build up for right. why they're a team. A lot of their moves move sets. You don't really see this a lot. Like actual tag team move sets, like tag team, and we see it with the right. Usos, right? You don't see Usos, a lot of tag, you know the yeah. the you know the freaking uh, the Dudleys with their tag team move, right? You don't yep. see that a lot. Even like when uh you know with 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 hot, with tags, right? You know with tag team matches, you see like a lot of tag team moves, like a, like like they're they're legit like signature moves. Kate, Casey mm-hmm. and and, uh, and and Kate and Carter have a lot of those at NXT. That is a legit tag team. 
Braun Strowman and Ricochet, why are they attached to the head? Oh, because one's a giant and one's like a freaking a, a freaking gymnast. Yeah. Stop, That's it. stop. I mean, my God, man. Yep. And here's the problem too, Brian. Before I start the second hour, and, and 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 this goes back to what we said about the cold open, right? Even with all these problems, right, and how lost and how freaking just everything is so random and just so horrific, you're still gonna get fans that are gonna say, "Let it play out, James. Just enjoy the wrestling." Okay, can this company give me something to to enjoy or give a shit about? Like I'm waiting. I want to enjoy right. this. Do you think? Do you think me and Brian like have pleasure in, in in just calling this out and putting this show on blast? Trust me, we don't. We want to legit come on here and say everything. Well, I'm self-deprecating personally, so I'll, yes, I, that's <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But but still, right? Like you know, we we wanna we we wanna say positive things about uh, about a match, about a feud, but how can we? Because again, we're 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 honest and we call just shit like it is. And if you don't like that, right? He's like, oh, I disagree. Like you can disagree all you want. Hit the freaking bricks. There's a lot of people that are gonna they're gonna kiss ass in, in, in with 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 this company. Go join them. You know, this is not the platform for you. If you listen, if you're a first time, you know, viewer of this platform, then hey, welcome welcome to the platform, right? But if you don't like what you're hearing, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Hit the bricks because I, I don't care. I don't care if you disagree. You know, I, my job is not to is not to make sure that you that you know you like what you're hearing. That's not my job. My yeah. job, my job, and Brian's job is to call this out and do the best job as possible to bring the facts and to bring this and, and to bring the, the the reasons why something is not working and why something needs to change, regardless of who we like, who we dislike. That is the reason why we do this. So, uh, but again, it's just it's just a shame because people will defend the shit. Even though they they say all this crap about Vince, but they'll still defend like, oh well, I like this. This was a good match. Oh, Triple H most definitely must have booked this match because this was a this was a <laughs> a banger. Oh, <laughs> God, man. Oh, hour number two, man. What a great first hour, Brian. Man, that that has to be uh, honestly in recent memory. This was one of the worst, at least in the past number of months, this was probably one of the worst first hours of SmackDown I can remember. S seriously, yeah, there was, was nothing memorable. Yeah. There was nothing good about, guys, what was good? about uh, uh, Any slimmer of good, maybe Priest and his, uh, and his momentum maybe in the, like, what, what else is, yeah. what else is, is getting you intrigued and giving you a freaking balls? Bro, I still remember like, like where are the segments of like freaking John Cena throwing edge in the Long Island Sound? What about freaking Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in with his freaking beer truck, right? What what happened to freaking Booker T and, and Stone Cold Steve Austin facing each other in a fucking supermarket, right? Like like where is the shit? Randy Orton freaking sending the Undertaker through the LD uh, uh, the LD boards uh, from Eddie Guerrero's freaking car and back in uh, that was one of the first feuds. Again, I've said this on the platform before. One mm -hmm. of the first feuds I've came across was Randy Orton and the Undertaker, as well as John Cena and Edge. Still one of my favorite feuds to this day. And, and like, you're not getting any of that. There's no pulse. There's no energy. There's no electricity. N nobody cares. And, and that's yeah. the freaking problem. There's no creativity. And, and you can tell nobody gives a shit. Nobody. Hour number two. If you think it gets better. Oh, no, guys. It just gets freaking worse. Hour number two. The women's tag titles are on the line. Um, it's uh, <laughs> the women's tag titles on the line. Wow. Never seen that before on a WWE weekly show. 
It's Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. So screw with actually trying to build a tag division and trying to build a freaking storyline to feud. No, let's just throw the match on a SmackDown because we're too lazy and we just don't care about this women's tag division or the entire women's division, may I add. At all. Yeah. We don't give a shit. So let's just throw this match out because we have nothing for these ladies, no, nothing for these ladies, and nor do we care to get creative for them. It's, a, it's, it's, it's fucking sad, and, and it's a fucking disgrace. Match time and length was five and a half minutes. Um, Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green, they were saying some words before the match even started. Uh, Liv Morgan, <laughs> oh my god. So the referee is distracted. Liv Morgan is throwing water onto Chelsea Green because that was another like shtick that like uh, that, that happened on Monday Night Raw. Live more or uh, Chelsea Green threw water in Liv's face and like that was like a shtick before the match. Oh, like Liv Morgan looks thirsty. Let me throw some water in her face. And then of course that they use that shtick into this match, and 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 so they throw the water in his face. Michael Cole is like going berserk, like freaking Stone Cold just came in <laughs> through the arena with his freaking beer truck. And Liv Morgan wins the match via the awe-inspiring, ultra-devastating, wait for it, fruit roll-up finish. That's right, guys. There you go. Liv Morgan wins the match and rolls up Chelsea Green while getting water thrown onto her face. If it couldn't get any more freaking ridiculous. Um, Again, the match was five and a half minutes, and that was it. Um, Raquel, of course, was a part of it. She used, like, you know, I guess, you know, just like tournaments, fair play type of type of shtick or whatever. She uses uh, leverage to keep the Liv Morgan onto the pinfall. Um, so your faces are doing like some heel che- uh, cheatery, I guess. That was I, I my know. my thought too, man. It was yeah. just so fucking weird. Um, yeah, I mean, guy, and, and listen, I love I love Liv Morgan. I, I say this a lot about Liv Morgan. This tag team is doing yes. She's holding on to a title. That's great. This tag team is this is and I we say the same thing too, right, uh, Brian? About Montez Ford as of late with 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 the Street Profits and, and and Angelo Dawkins, right? This is no shade to Raquel Rodriguez. I'm sure she's a wonderful woman. She's a lovely lady. Um, and, and listen, d- does she have a place in the company? Sure, but she is nothing but an anchor to Liv Morgan's in her reaching her true potential. She is just an anchor of that. It's just the truth, right? This, this woman should be thriving at, at this, this girl, this woman was your SmackDown women's champion. And not, not too, not too long ago, right? She was your SmackDown women's champion. And here she is in a tag team, just thrown in the blue. She's been in a tag team with freaking Tegan Knox. She, she's been in a tag team with God knows who, right? Freaking, she probably was in one with Natalia. Probably everybody tag teams with <laughs> Natalia as well. Yeah, it's just a tag team that's it's getting nobody excited. Nobody is connected with this team. Nobody gives a shit about them, and it sucks because we know how talented Liv Morgan is, and this is what they have for her to hold on to irrelevant tag titles with no direction, no care, and, and just and, and yeah, just just absolutely just getting the short end of the stick so uh brian your thoughts with this uh this women's uh tag title match uh yeah so i'll start with the promo uh right beforehand um and god yeah uh live i mean to me it was like almost like i don't know she started going off like a like a a a teenager like you know hormonal 
you know, 12 year old girl, like just, bah, 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 you know, it just kind of very weird to begin with. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I guess, um, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, DeVille comes out there and, and cuts a little promo. Um, it was just flat. Uh, yeah. And then the match, like, okay. So the, the match, they lose because water was thrown. Yeah. Not even thrown in somebody's face, dumped on your head. Um, fucking water, like not, not anything that might like burn your eyes or nope. give the, give the, the, nope. the, the thought or illusion that it would burn your eyes. Um, yeah, nothing. We'll just go with plain old fucking water. Uh, you and then, yeah, to you, your you, point, you would have like, th- thought that Oscar came back and sprayed mist into her fucking face. <laughs> right? No, Seriously. just water. No, just water. Just water. Um, and then, yeah, to your point, uh, you have the face team um you know whether it is what it is but if you're if you're thinking about traditional wrestling you're having the face team you know using uh you're cheating to win which why <laughs> like I, I don't know man um so yeah the whole the whole finish of the match was just incredibly fucking weird and, and lame to be honest and, and it's, a t- um, it's a title match that didn't even get like six minutes it was like five yeah. and five and a half minutes, and it's supposed to be a title match. So, like, the prestige of the word title match is just getting thrown out the window with this match as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, title match lost because water was dumped to my head. Yep. And I got rolled up. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Show. What, yeah. A, so. what a disgrace. Seriously. I yep. mean, this, this just it pisses me off. Really, but then they'll, you know, and here's the thing too. And listen, I love Trish Stratus, right? But they'll they'll give more time this week to Trish Stratus than any of these four ladies, um, and it's it's just a shame. It, it really is a shame. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yes, no, seriously, like, bro, Trish Stratus, the the, the I don't know, I, I I forgot what the tag. I think it was uh, Candice LeRae and Mia Yim against. Uh, I think it was against Chelsea Green and, and Sonia Deville. Yeah. That promo that she cut was longer than the match itself. Seriously, that that and that shows you that they're going to put more time into Trish Stratus, and and we all freaking love Trish Stratus, and we hope that this, whatever this feud is going to be with Becky Lynch is going to be captivating. It's going to be entertaining, and and I'll, and I'm going to give it a chance, right? But it's a shame yep. that your active talent is just getting the short end of the stick. Uh, we can't give you these extra two to three minutes because we got to give that time to Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus and that whole freaking feud, right? <clears throat> it, it's just a shame, and, and and this and you know, but let it play out, James. You know. Liv Morgan and Raquel are a good team. Like, just let it play out. Just enjoy the wrestling. All this again, all this bullshit that I took from here. Speaking of title matches, uh, we get another one uh, as soon as uh, it later on into the second hour. Yep. Our next match is your Intercontinental Champion Gunther versus Challenger Xavier Woods for that Intercontinental Championship. Uh, this match was pretty a decent match. Um, and listen, even though. Mm. I have my honest takes about Xavier Woods, honestly, about a singles competitor. Listen, I love all the stuff that he's done with New Day in the past, especially when it first started. Uh, sure. There's a place yeah. for Xavier Woods. But why is this dude just randomly, out of the blue, getting an intercontinental title match? Mm-hmm. Again, why? why? What, what, what need is there? What reason is there? So, please, I, I would love for someone to freaking tell me that. This match, again, it was a decent match, and I give Xavier Woods credit where credit is due. 
This match was pretty much an exhibition clinic for, for Gunther, pretty much in a nutshell. Um, he wins this match via a pretty much a rear naked choke or a sleeper hold onto Woods as Woods yeah. passes out. And that is your match. Gunther retains that championship as he should. I mean, he's not going to lose this title. You're, you're telling me <laughs> he wasn't going to lose it at WrestleMania. I hope to God that he doesn't lose it to Xavier Woods in the middle of SmackDown. I, that freaking better not freaking happen. <laughs> oh, man. So, again, I – again, great. Gunther wins the match. But, again, now now what? I just – again, we throw a title match. Oh, great. We have a title match. Okay, now what? Now what? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, it's – and that's and that's also been the story about – the Intercontinental title match. Oh, we have no, we're not going to, God forbid, we, we build it towards a pay-per-view. No, let's just put it in the middle of your SmackDown because we don't get, we don't care. And we don't want to put the time and effort to freaking care. Um, Brian, mm-hmm. your thoughts on this, uh, this title match between Gunther and Xavier Woods. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was, you know, it was random. Um, good match. Uh, but here, yeah, that that's kind of, I don't know. It was an okay match. Um, I just personally, I would question again, why, Xavier Woods has been like the last two, three weeks. Like where we, we he's been playing video games in the back, literally. Yeah, that's all you know, that's doing. the segments he he's been match. in, right? <laughs> he gets and rewarded. now he gets a title match. He gets rewarded with a title match by playing video games in the background. Hey, uh, let, let, let's give a let, let's give a round of applause for Xavier Woods. Seriously, <laughs> hey, fair, fair play. I, I mean, I wish I wish I could just sit on my ass and play video games and get rewarded on my yeah. job. Seriously, that no, that that's no shade. Seriously, but yeah, continue, continue. So, yeah, um, it was just, like, in all honesty, I know it's Xavier Woods. Um, first of all, I mean, I, ultimately, I just wouldn't have had the match to begin with. But if no. you're going to have a match, uh, considering this is Gunther and Xavier Woods as talented and he's in the new, he's, you know, the new day and whatever, I would have had this be a fucking squash match. Like, Gunther just come out there and kick the living shit out of him. Like, um, I mean, I, I really would if, if that's – you know, other than that, like, I, I don't know why, to me, while, like, yes, you could say it, 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 like, Gunther maybe had, like, an ex, you know, he showed off different moves and whatever, and that, yeah, that's all cool and good, but again, um, I, I just kind of, if you're, it didn't make him look dominant the way he has looked dominant, and I think should be continued to look dominant. But again, that's just my personal opinion on it. Um, but overall, I mean, it was you know they're they're both good performers. It was a good match. Uh, but yeah, it's nothing. You know, it's not like you know this isn't a feud. We're not going to see him next week. So no, no. okay, it's just it's just it's random. It's the most random. Yeah. The mo- and again, that again, I go back to the wrestle the WrestleMania backlash card. Everything that's being put in place, it's a house show. This is what the show is. Yeah. This is not a this is not a weekly televised show to get you intrigued for next week to build up stories. It's a house show. Yeah. That's all this is. It's a glorified house show, and that's what you're going to see in Puerto Rico for WrestleMania backlash. It is ridiculous and before i move on to uh move on into the second hour and the end of the show the, your whole point about xavier woods getting squashed i wouldn't i wouldn't have xavier woods get squashed because at the end of the day he is an active member of your roster i would leave those squash matches and those jobber matches to actual jobbers uh, i'm not a fan i'm just not a uh. fan of that it just doesn't because like okay like xavier woods gets squashed like okay then like what, what does that do for him? You know what I'm saying? Like, you've got to at least make him somewhat of a, 
you know, at least make him somewhat look good. I mean, whatever that means, right? Instead of just, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have him get squashed in less than like two to three minutes. Uh, even though, it, even though it is Gunther, right? Um, it's just, it, it's just not. I, I, to me, that just not would have been a smart business. Right. Because I mean, done, I wouldn't have preferred that either. I wouldn't have, have had the match. But, for Gunther, absolutely. Yeah. But for Xavier Woods, right. even though again, I have my takes about Xavier. I do want to be fair. I'm like, okay, well, we, we got to watch out what we do to Xavier Woods. We don't want to completely ruin the match. Sure, you know fair. I mean? so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just that was that's just my whole take in regards to that situation. But so yeah, Gunther wins your wins the IC title, and that's it. Uh, what are their plans? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And clearly WWE doesn't know or just doesn't yep. give a shit to want to know anyway, or it doesn't even just, they don't give a shit to care. Up next was a video package uh, with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, the Usos just continuing to. This might've been the lamest part of the show. This Cause was, I, I mean, you know exactly being, what it was for. Talk about being so freaking lazy. You are that freaking lazy where you have zero time and zero like effort to put in the show like oh let's just throw a video package let's just let's just relive the glory days of what let's just remind you of the like one of the very few things that that was worthwhile at wrestlemania exactly like and because you're getting a six-man tag at wrestlemania backlash no let's remind you (laughs) why you should give a crap about that six-man tag because of the 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 fairy tale ending that was the, the the tag match between the Usos, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, and it was. I mean, we spoke very sure. highly yeah, about yeah. that. But mm-hmm. now they're just now they're just trying to they're, they're trying to live off of that now, and they yeah. lived off of that for pretty much majority of the second hours, as well as the Usos. They come out, they hit the ring, um, they say a few words. They're just hyping up the tag. I love their chemistry, by the way. The Usos are so freaking yeah. cool. The way they cut freaking promos is awesome. Um, I can listen, sure. listen to the Usos all day long because seriously, that's how good they are. Their chemistry is with one another. You know, they're sending a message. They're talking about, you know, hyping up their six-man tag as well as a rematch that they have next week against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, for next week's SmackDown. And then that's what they introduce Solo Sokoa. He hits the ring as we get ready for the main event. So before I send this off to you, Brian, but yeah, just going back to the video package, like. I, I mean, you want to talk about being lazy and not giving a shit. This is this is mm-hmm. a prime example of it, where you just play yeah. a video package of a match. Like it, it, like we've already seen how many video packages of this match since since, since WrestleMania, Brian. Probably about yeah. a good hundred amount of them, right? What <laughs> reason is there to play this video package, right? Oh, that's right, because they don't care, right? But we want to we want to rel- we want to remind you of what of what we gave you that was good. And we're going to live off of that. And we're going to ride that freaking. we're going to ride that wave up until we, we can't ride it anymore. Um, yeah. and it's just freaking lazy. And it's, and it's just, and again, I see right through the bullshit. Um, and then, yeah. And then we talk, and then of course, you know, hyping up the match with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn weren't even a part of this SmackDown. Uh, God forbid mm-hmm. we get creative and, you know, do something with them. And again, this, uh, this, this whole situation with the, the Usos and, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, it's hit its peak. I've said this for weeks as well, that, that there's nothing that you can do to regain that momentum that it had leading up to mania, that it's going to going into WrestleMania backlash and their, and their tag match next week. There's not there. there there's just, yeah. Not. And before, again, before I send this off to you, Brian, don't be shocked. And this is, and this is a message to everybody listening and, and, and watching this. Um, do not be shocked guys. 
if the Usos win those tag titles back next week. Don't be shocked yep. because again, there is a pay there is a pay per view or a premium live event that's going to be in Saudi, right? That's called Night of Champions, and they expect all of their champions to be on that freaking card for Night of Champions. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do not go to freaking Saudi Arabia, right. so again, and 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 this is what I mean, Brian. So now you're going to have so now you put you put yourself into a pickle where. Again, this company is changing things on the fly. It was supposed to be a king in the ring. Oh, let's change it to Night of Champions. Oh, wait a minute. Our champions don't go to Saudi. Oh, I guess we got to do another title change. And, 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 this, and this is what I mean. Now, and now you put yourself into a pickle. And again, don't, don't be shocked that the titles change hands. And so, so mm-hmm. all of that build, right, all of that glorified moment is now in a month later. For the most, don't be shocked if it does. It's gonna come to an end. Don't be shocked. Do not be shocked if it happens, guys. I love the Usos. I love, but but I love them. Yeah. I I, I love their work and everything. But my, <laughs> again, I, I have I have no words, man. Uh, how just everything that WWE and this company is trying to do. You know, just you know everything they're doing on the fly, and they're and it's doing nothing but just harm themselves. And they don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, oh, the the tag the tag the tag champs don't go to they don't go to Saudi. Their their reign has only been a month. It's been irrelevant uh, ever since they won them. Oh, whatever. Let's just change them anyway. It's just it's ridiculous. So, uh, Brian, your 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 thoughts on uh, your thoughts on this whole situation in regards to the tag titles, uh, the Usos, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, and the match for next week, and your thoughts about that. Yeah. Um... So the, the promo with the, the Usos, I mean, I thought it was a good promo. I, I think maybe at the, it started kind of going a little long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, God, I, I hope they don't do it. But as soon as he said like, oh yeah, we got the rematch next week. Like, man, I could really see him winning. Um, and I, I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about the whole Saudi thing and, and KO and Sammy not going there. Um I was just thinking it, thinking of it as the the aspect. You know, he was like, you know, we're gonna make the make it right by the tribal chief and whatever, and, and kind of that whole storyline. Um, but yeah, I, I could definitely see it, see him winning, um, which would just be fucking ridiculous. And here's the, here's even the thing, just kind of like I don't know, it's it's that kind of mindset uh, that, or, or just the vibe I get from some of these things that that. Vince or, or WWE is doing right. Like we just said, like you know, th- they just ran this video package of KO and Sammy went in in the again now three weeks removed from WrestleMania. You put it in the SmackDown again, just to kind of say like, hey, like remember this? This this was good, right? But then. You got one week left of it, right? Because the Usos are winning next week. Again, it's just kind of that like, hey, remember that good thing we gave you? Yeah, we're going to fuck that up too. You know what I mean? It's just like, ah, man. Um, But yeah, so I I don't know what what happens going forward and this this rematch coming up. um, I mean, because either way, like, I mean... it's something's going to happen, right? Cause it's not the, I don't think the Usos, if they, if they did win, it's not going to be clean. Um, 
but then are you going to have them lose twice already to the, you know, I, again, yeah, it's, it's that booking yourself into a pickle and then the pay-per-view at Saudi. I, fuck. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I will say that if, yeah, you, you had that build and the storyline and you've fucked it up with Cody and okay. You, you had the S- Sammy and KO win, man. If this rain is only a month long, Jesus Christ, dude, <laughs> like that's just, that's shocked. awful. Don't be shocked if it yeah. happens, man. Um, that's, that's all um, I can really tell you. Um, yeah. And it's crazy. You know, like the actual one good, like one of the, the, the slimmer amounts of good of WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which involved the Usos, that title reign ending um, for the right reasons, of course. I mean, Sami Zayn and yeah. Kevin Owens should have won. And now, like you mentioned, Brian, they're going to fuck that up too because now we're <laughs> in the same boat. We're telling the same story. We're in the same book, right? It's fine if you want to have – the same wrestlers, the same characters. But now we, we need a different book, right? This is what I mentioned. Brian, I don't know if you remembered. Um, I, I gave out like a like a sequel, right, of where WWE could possibly go with this in, in regards to the bloodline, right? You can do stuff like like Roman. That, that doesn't involve them holding titles, right? This is a mm-hmm. new chapter. This is a new book. But with the same characters, it's fine. But it's a new book. We're just reading the same freaking book with the same characters and trying to tell the same story. That's why I mentioned yeah. like the, the 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 end of the bloodline, the 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 the, the crumbling of the bloodline once and once and for all, right? The end of the Roman Empire, right? You have Roman up against people like Jey Uso, Roman against people up like Solo Sokoa down the line, uh, maybe you know towards Royal Rumble, because of course you want to you want to save those matches for big for big pay per views like Wrestle like SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And Royal Rumble and others. So, again, that 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 could have been that could have been perfect. You you have Cody yeah. Rhodes, who should be fucking champion, um, doing his thing with those titles. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I mean, you could start. I don't know. Actually, making your freaking tag division freaking relevant, and you have the bloodline. You listen, Roman Reigns. He can go on his freaking vacation. He can take however much time he wants off. He can still. You can mm-hmm. tell that story. You can have Roman come back. He could be more you know, diabolical and vicious and, and more dominant than ever and going after the Usos and, you know, and, and feuding with yep. his, with his own blood and, and make it fun. But yet, but no, mm-hmm. we're, but now we're in the same position as we were leading up to WrestleMania. And that's, yeah. and that's the problem. And, and again, Brian, I go back to, to wrestling fans. There are going to be fans that are going to defend it. They're going to defend it because we love the Usos. We love just great matches and it's a thousand days, James, a thousand days, you know, even though we shitted on Roman Reigns for years about holding that title, but no, a thousand days, James. And now, now, you know, it, it's Roman Reigns that needs to hold on to the title, even though we shit on him for, you know, for, for years about holding that title and being, being part-time or whatever. Uh, but now people yeah. are on board with Roman Reigns being champion. Give me a freaking break. All that being said, we finally get into the main event. Uh, Solo Sokoa versus Matt Riddle. In a, do, in a no disqualification match. Guys, Matt Riddle has now been back for 19 days in total. And this is now his third match with Solo Sokoa. Three. Three matches. <laughs> do, do I need to say more? <laughs> do, I, do I legit yeah. need to say more? I mean, again, this is once again this company. It, it's rematch. It's a rematch after rematch. The beginning of the night was a rematch between Judgment Day Rey Mysterio and Escobar, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, and the Viking Raiders rematch, right? 
nothing but rematches. It is. You might as well call SmackDown the freaking Friday night freaking rematches. Seriously. <laughs> and it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, but but God, is it sad. I, I mean, yeah. just it's so ridiculous. I mean, it, it started April 7th, which was pretty much at once WrestleMania pretty much ended. And you've gotten Solo Sokoa versus Matt Riddle, guys, three times. One ended in a DQ, yeah. and I think Solo Sokoa has already defeated Matt Riddle, uh, if, if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's defeated he, Matt yeah, Riddle. Yeah, beat him last week. Yeah, he defeated yeah. – def so Matt Riddle, he won via DQ. He beat freaking Matt Riddle right. last week, and now here they are again. Oh, but it's no DQ. Oh, yeah, that, that makes it so much better. That's like putting lipstick on a fucking pig. Like, give me a break. Yeah. Oh, so the match, right? The match itself. Um, Riddle attacks Solo from behind. You know, his music plays. He attacks Solo from behind. And the bell rings and the match officially starts. Uh, Solo doesn't waste any time beginning of the match. He's throwing out kendo sticks. He's throwing out chairs. Um, and he's throwing everything in the ring. And he just starts wailing. He just starts beating the shit out of Matt Riddle. Um, you know, so and then you know, Riddle gains the upper hand. They start going back and forth in one another. Um, Solo gets a chair. He puts it. The, he puts the chair over Riddle's head. He's going for that hip attack in the corner that pretty much took, uh, uh, put uh, Riddle out of action. That took him off of television. That same move. Uh, Riddle counters it, um, and then the fight continues. They continue to go outside. Um, you know, so they continue to the fight goes outside. Solo looks to bury Matt Riddle under the announce table. I believe this also happened about a, a, a like a week or two ago. It was the last week. So it, was, yeah, it, was it was last week. week. Thank you, Brian. Last yeah. week, right? He's looking to try to bury Matt Riddle underneath the announce table. Uh, Matt Riddle's fighting. He's like blocking the, the, the announce table with his feet. Um, you know, Riddle counters it. Riddle hits it. So now they're brawling on top of that announce table. He hits a knee uh, to Solo's dome piece, and he falls um, falls off of the announce table. And now it's Matt Riddle that's t that freaking flips the announce table onto Solo Sokoa. Um, so now freaking, you know, Solo's buried underneath all that rebel. Um, and the Usos. I mean, you knew this was going to happen as well. The Usos get sure. involved. They attack Riddle. Uh, Riddle takes out the Usos. And then, Sol and then Solo, like freaking, uh, like a freaking zombie, like he's freaking Jason or freaking Michael Myers, freaking uh, – in a, in a horror film, it's just rising from the ashes off the announce table um, as that as he hits a Uranagi onto the apron. Um, and Solo Sokoa wins the match as now they're back into the middle of the ring with a Samoan spike. It looked like a clothesline at first because, you know, uh, Riddle was going up on the – was going uh, – was uh, ricocheting off the, off the ropes. And it looked like a clothesline, but it was actually the Samoan spike. Um, and, yeah, Solo Sokoa for the second week in a row – uh, beats Matt Riddle and wins the match. The Usos, they, they attack Riddle post-match once again. They hit a 1D to Riddle through a table. And Solo Sokoa, the Usos, the bloodline, they all stand tall as SmackDown goes off the air. What a fucking shit show. Brian, your thoughts, man. And I, I'll, explain, yeah. I'll explain more of my thoughts, but Brian, you go first, man. The floor is yours. The match is okay. Um, yeah, I just can't, and I've said this from the jump, I can't get behind Matt Riddle now be th being thrown into this bloodline story. Um, you know, I, I guess maybe even if you wanted to keep that separate, like, but I, I don't know how you could keep it separate because, again, the bloodline is <laughs> the bloodline. Um, 
but if there was a way to just do it with Solo and Riddle, and you, if you want to have that feud, fine. But again, just having him <clears throat> introduced to this whole Bloodline story, uh, just not a fan of it. Um, so like, and yeah, so he's had three matches with Solo already in, in less than three weeks. Um, won one by DQ and has lost two. Of course, yeah. you know, outside interference, which of course there is. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I just, I mean, is this going to go past backlash and the, and the six man tag? You know, does that continue with Solo and Riddle? I, I don't know. WWE um, knows. <laughs> I don't even think yeah, right. they, I, I really don't. Seriously. Even though yeah. I know we yeah, talk about sure. WWE not caring and Vince McMahon, like, oh, he knows what he's doing. But I truly believe that there's a part of them that they, they really don't. They know they don't know what they're doing. I, I, I swear to God they don't. Um, and, and, it, and it shows, right? It, it shows because they don't know and they don't care because they, they don't have the urge to freaking care. So, uh, whatever. People are just going to praise it because it's just great wrestling, right? We're giving people yeah. more time, right? So, in all, in all that jazz. So, yeah. And I will say, so, yeah, the, the end of the match, did you go back and, and watch? Because, I mean, I know it was supposed to be a so- Samoan spike. Yeah. But what I mean was it Bosch and did because because I was Bosch. watching I was like did he just Michael, win with the clothesline yeah because even Michael <laughs> was like, Cole like fuck? said clothesline or he's like oh it might have been the Samoan spike <laughs> and he's like pinning him yeah. one two three yeah I, I, I was know. like no way they just had this dude lose on a fucking clothesline yeah no way <laughs> Jesus and they try to play it off um, as the Samoan spike yeah it was it was very yeah weird. so freaking weird so yeah that that being said um again just with this whole. This whole end of the show with the Usos, Solo, Riddle, you know, um, I don't know what's going to happen next next Friday with the tag match. It, uh, nor was Solo and Riddle here. And and again, like I said, I, I don't... Riddle just shouldn't be involved or anywhere near the storyline at all right now. But he is. Um, and for that, uh, again, um, as we get ready to go in here... <laughs> uh, well, I, I'll save it. But yeah, not a fan of him, you know, in this storyline. No. Is he talented? Does he have a, a place here? And, you know, could there be some entertaining storylines and shit? Yeah, absolutely. Just not this one. Not right now. No. And listen, yeah. and here's the thing, right? Like, I, I don't mind Matt Riddle being inserted no. with Solo, right? Because, no. with, with, again, they're, they're, he took him out of action. He took him off of television. So there's a reason why he would be going after Solo. They've already botched it yeah. as soon as he returned because he returned in a segment with The Miz. And they were supposed to have a match with The Miz. That was called off because they know they effed up, right? They, they know they effed up because, oh, snap, maybe we should have had R- Riddle return in a more meaningful and maybe attack solo or something or right you you would think right right. but no but but they know they effed up and then they had him also return on smackdown and then attack solo in the bloodline and then this is how this whole shtick is pretty much started so i don't mind and here's the thing too here's the one positive light i will say and i and i said the same thing about damian priest i love the way that solo sokoa is being is being used here. Like this dude yeah. is being yep. legit, like used like a freaking, he is being booked like a freaking beast. And I freaking love mm-hmm. it. I love solo. His matches have been freaking awesome. Um, and, and I love how he feels somewhat special. Seriously. He, I mean, he's the only bright light right now in, in this company is solo. Sokoa's booking and, and, and Damian priest. If you want to count that maybe as well, leading into a, 
a, a tag match at WrestleMania Backlash, I guess. But uh, yeah. but yeah, and, and, and I don't mind. And again, I like serious Matt Riddle, right? Even though I have my takes about Matt Riddle, right? I don't mind mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. I don't mind him getting serious. If you want him to get serious, great. If you want to put him into a, a, a feud with Solo Sokoa, even better. Just make it, make it freaking like, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Just make it like make sense. Like make it meaningful. Yeah. Make it, make it something that we're going to freaking remember freaking years from now. Like have Solo yeah. Sokoa and Matt Riddle freaking brawl backstage or in the streets of freaking, uh, or brawl all over freaking the Ohio State University, all over campus or something. Like do mm-hmm. something to get us intrigued. Like, okay. Now I'm interested to see where Matt Riddle and Solo Sokoa goes. No, they're freaking they're so freaking lazy that we're not that we've gotten this match not once, not twice, but three times. Three times. What else is there need to see between these two? Oh, but don't worry, you're gonna see more of these two in the six-man tag at the pay-per-view. So there's nothing that's gonna be intriguing at all. And we've already seen the the Usos and Sami Zayn. So again. Like what is intriguing about this six man tag? What 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 is there? Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. nothing. And, and they've they've botched it, and they've they just completely. Again, there's just no effort. It, it, everything has been botched about Matt Riddle's his return and everything. Um, and, and this is and this is what you're gonna get, guys. You're gonna continue to yeah. get rematch after rematch after random after rematch, and then and then random match after random match after random match. And more of these lackluster shows. I mean, can, can yeah. get used to it, guys. Because again, I, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but you're going to continue to see them from weeks for 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 days for weeks to come. You're going to get the same freaking bullshit every single freaking week. And yeah, I'll, I'll just, say with uh, Matt Riddle, I, I agree with you. Like, I like serious Matt Riddle more. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen it with the Seth Rollins thing and then, like, uh, the backstage promo a few weeks ago with Sammy and KO. And even uh, he had a little promo here. I thought it was a shitty promo, but um, it was a little more – had some serious element to it. But here's the thing with Riddle. Like, if you're going to go that route, like, he can't – you can't play this in between. Like, either mm-hmm. he has to be, like, significantly more serious. Yeah. Or, like, because if you're trying to do that, but he's still always talking, like, bro, like, it just doesn't fit, right? No, no. So, again, either he's got to drop that, not not completely, I mean, you can still use it a little bit, but if it's, if, like, if he's always constantly talking that, talking like that, but then you're trying to put him in serious, you know, serious situations and have him cut a serious promo, then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, yeah, guys, and that is your show. That is Friday Night SmackDown, April twenty first, twenty twenty three, and and this is not my this is not my opinion. This is not my personal take. This is legit, legit, guys. One of the worst SmackDowns that I can remember in recent history. It was legit that bad. Um, and, and there's there's <laughs> nothing else. There's nothing else I can say. I, I mean, from top to bottom, this show completely sucked. Period. Yeah. Yep. And with that being said, guys, it is time to get into our top five list. Our top five wrestlers of the week. It's been a minute since we've done this. The last time we did this was pretty much the yeah. build up to WrestleMania. So it's been a minute. 
But we're back with this list, our top five list, our top five wrestlers of the week. If you guys are new to this list, well, let me demonstrate the rules. So every wrestler, every manager from any promotion is fair game for this list, whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan, NXT, Impact Wrestling, you name it, anybody is free game for this list, as well as honorable mentions that we will also get to in just a few moments. So Brian will mention his list first, and then I will get into my list once he is finished with his. So Brian, the floor is yours with your honorable mentions and your top five. Take it away, my man. Yes, I'll start with my honorable mentions uh, for this week. Um, first one is Gunther. Um, like I said, uh, I've I've liked his booking, you know, for the past few months here. Um, I, I wasn't necessarily a fan of this match this week, but overall storyline and the fact that, you know, he still looked dominant. He still won. I'm going to give an honorable mention to Gunther. Um, second one, uh, Brian Danielson. Um, you know, we saw him in the segment uh, with with uh, Blackpool Combat Club and, and uh, the Elite. Um, and it seems like the way they're going here, like I, I, you could say like Danielson and, and um, Moxley are maybe like co-leaders, but I would even, it, it seems now at least like Danielson might be taking over a little bit more of those reins. Like he's the leader of this faction. Um, so again, I, I just, I, I like that promo. I like the, the story they're trying to tell there. Um, so I'll give an honorable to, to Danielson. I'm just because, like I said, I'm trying to. Well, I should have said this, preface this before I started, but new season here. We're in, uh, you know, our second season. I'm going to try to change it up on how I'm doing this week to week with my top five. Because, you know, you and I have talked. I mean, if if we're literally just doing it of like who is having the best matches and and the best storyline week to week, it's pretty much going to be the Bloodline, MJF, Cody Rhodes. KO and Sammy. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. So I want to, you know, try to highlight some other wrestlers here. So I'm going to try to step away, you know, from that a little bit. Um, so with this last one, again, I, I don't like him being inserted to the storyline. However, they're obviously given a push to Riddle. I, you know, I, I'm glad he's back. Want to see where he can go. So I'll. I'll throw out a little, you know, flyer there for Riddle. Um, you know, I'll give him a chance. Um, I, I don't like him here in this story, but, it, you know, given, you know, his his involvement, I guess, at least since he's come back, I'm going to give him an honorable mention in that. So with my top five, I am going to start with somebody who gave, I thought was a awesome fucking promo. I'm going to give it to Trish Stratus. Um, now I did have, you know, again, this is, it's professional wrestling, it's embellished, it's storytelling, whether she believes this or not, to some degree she is true, but she was saying like, you know, I'm, I'm the reason for the, you know, for everything, for the women's, you know, whatever. And as I've spoken about this before, yes, she was one of the three. But I would put China above her. But that being said, I thought she cut an awesome promo. Um, you know, her her inner I, she didn't let the the crowd uh, fucking with her throw it off. Um, 
I don't know how long she's going to be back. That's that's kind of my only drawback, and I don't expect it to be, like, too long. Um, but if you could make this, like, go through the summer, uh, you know, a, a feud with Becky or something, maybe culminating at SummerSlam, okay, I'm on board with that. Uh, so I'll, I'll start with her, number four. Uh, or, I'm sorry, number five. <laughs> number four I'm going with Santos Escobar um, again I, I don't like the way he's being booked necessarily right now the LWO thing you know is what it is I'm just putting it out there like this this dude's got talent man I, I hope his, his booking does get better um, and we see him in, in you know legit solid storylines here going forward. I hope that's the case. Uh, cause yeah, the guy, guy looks awesome in the ring. Um, you know, his promo work is, is decent enough to, you know, to be a top star in the company. So, you know, hopefully, uh, he'll get a push here coming, coming up shortly. Um, my number three, I might spell this guy's name wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know if I spelled that right, right or wrong. Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, again, we only saw him in a vignette this week, but I thought it was a pretty good vignette. Um, just excited that he's back. Uh, obviously, he's going to be, or I, I think hopefully should be, heavily involved in in your SmackDown shows, I guess. Um, again, he's another guy that, with Vince back at the helm, I... I hope for the best and expect the worst, you know. Um, I, I, he's an awesome talent. Uh, yeah, excited to see him back. Um, but I'm just not sold that, that Vince is sold, and that's unfortunate. Um, so he's my number three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number two, Damian Priest. Uh, much like you, um, again, we're just going off this week, but even if you want to, or no, I guess this was, yeah, this was on Raw. Um, so yeah, the whole, when they initially uh, introduced uh, Judgment Day, that was this past week on Raw, right? Or was that two weeks ago? That might have been two weeks ago. That's, I think it was two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Either way, um, what he's been doing lately, even the stuff with Bad Bunny, the stuff with um, uh, the Bloodline. Really, I, I think he's doing pretty good. Um, I've been a fan of this guy, even back when he was with his, you know, the the Arrow thing, you know. I mean, you could kind of see the talent, like see the, you know, he, he's a star, man. Um, so, yeah, really, really uh, like in the fact that you're kind of now, because I, I feel like he, he was kind of the forgotten guy there for a while in, in the Judgment Day, right? You had Rio on her yeah. run. Dom with the the whole Ray thing, the and then Finn and Edge. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty much yeah, like, like, in the shuffle, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm I'm glad they're kind of featuring him because, um, yeah, dude's a star. Dude's got talent. Um, and I, I fully expect him. You know, one day he'll be in the title picture. Um, for sure. He he's he's headed there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and my number one. Oh, I messed that up. So. 
another guy who's headed there, Solo Sokoa. Uh, yeah. You know, since, especially uh, as we're going to be seeing less of Roman, I fully expect this, like, like they're they're going to build him almost to be like the, you know, while Roman's gone, Solo's number two, right? Um, so yeah, really interested to see where, where he goes with that. Again, the Riddle thing, if you kept it separate from the bloodline, I think I'd probably even like it better. I don't know that there's an easy way to do that, given, again, all the characters and the storyline involved. So uh, I'll kind of give it a pass there. But um, again, uh, Solo's on his way as well, man. Uh, you know, uh, Damian Priest and Solo, give it, you know, I, I, I'm just fantasy booking here. Who knows if you ever see these two guys, you know, square off. But I could easily see, like, Two, three years from now, Solo and Damian Priest for the title. Fuck yeah, man. I, I'm, I signed me up for that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they're here in the past couple weeks. They've seemed to be giving a push, you know, to Solo and, and Damian Priest. And, you know, I, I can get behind that. So, there's my top five. Uh, number one, Solo Sokoa. Number two, Damian Priest. Three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Four Santos Escobar and five Trish Stratus. Again, I tried to, you know, trying to go a little unconventional the way I've been uh, doing the top five. So figure out, I'll start trying a, a new way here to get some. There you go. You get know, some people new some shine time. and some new names. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> Well, man, I'll, honestly, the way that, that that WWE and AEW and everybody promotion, all the promotions as a whole, the way wrestling has been going on lately, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of mixed names over the past number of weeks. Yeah. That's just my take as well. And that's pretty much my top five and my honorable mentions as well. There is a whole lot of variety of people. So without further ado, it's my turn to get into my honorable mentions and my top five. I don't have my whiteboard because, I mean, with this new format, it's just not going to fit in this screen. So I'm not even going to bother Word. showing you my whiteboard. Uh, but I do have my top five list right here. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get jumped straight into this. So honorable mentions. So my first one um, or my first two, I should say, I'm going to mention these are people from NXT. The first two people is JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. Um, this feud continues. And, again, it, it, and I mentioned this on uh, – on the, the AEW review uh, this past Thursday, if you guys are not watching NXT, then, man, you are missing out because they deliver consistent quality freaking shows. Um, and JC Jane and Gigi Dolan, members of Toxic Attraction, are pretty much the main focal point of this of that show. And they continue to deliver. Um, JC Jane, she, she is just a natural really solid good talker and, and Gigi Dolan is and I and Gigi Dolan has upped her game because of this entire feud um I just yeah. I just love what what's been going on over there and you know with NXT you know these ladies deserve their shine hopefully you know do they do they have that same momentum in, on the main roster I mean it remains to be seen but uh but in regards to their work in NXT they are just doing a phenomenal job with that feud the next NXT member uh, that I have in my honorable mention is Braun Breaker. Um, and I know we've had our talks about Braun Breaker as well, but there's something about this heel character. It's just like 
it's just you know physicality and just being just mm -hmm. you know just straight the the spear that he gave to Odyssey Jones on freaking on on freaking uh on, on NXT this past Tuesday was just freaking devastating it was freaking awesome. Um, I just I love this new persona with Braun Breaker. I there is tremendous potential with it. Um, and, and, and I'm going to give Braun Breaker a chance. You know, I know there's, again, there's people's takes on Braun Breaker, um, especially as a baby face, but it, the way it's so far that he's being booked, especially NXT, Shawn Michaels, putting him in a situation with Andre Chase university. I think that's a decent little feud to put him in to start his heel run. Um, you know, and regardless whether maybe, I don't know if he gets drafted to raw or SmackDown. Um, I honestly thought by now he would be on the main roster, which is still pretty shocking to me. And I think that kind of says a lot that, you know, they really want to develop more into Braun Breaker's character before he mm -hmm. gets to the main roster. So that's, that is an acknowledgement as, as itself. So, uh, so Braun Breaker is, is in my honorable mention there. My last two honorable mentions, uh, one is from TNA impact. Yes, guys. And that, that person's name is Deanna Perazzo, Deanna Perazzo, who won the women's knockout championship this past Saturday. Um, she is now a three-time uh, women's knockout champion. She put on a tremendous match with uh, with Jordan Grace, um, winning on at NXT or TNA, almost just said NXT, and, uh, and uh, <laughs> Impact Rebellion, uh, which was a pay-per-view uh, defeating Jordan Grace and Deanna Perazzo. I mean, she, she's been one of the top female talents in this industry for a long time now. Um, and she continues to prove that and uh, she deserves her flowers. And this was this was her week and this was her moment and, and, and not just the title victory, but a tremendous match with Jordan Grace. If you haven't seen that match, I highly recommend you go back and watch that match uh, for yourself. Um, and my final honorable mention is none other than Mercedes Monet. Yes, she continues mm -hmm. to be the talk of the wrestling world with all of the her segments at stardom the matches that she's putting on at, at, at uh, i believe she has another pay-per-view match coming up defending that iwgp women's championship and just being the talk of the wrestling world she can you know she's being pretty much the face of new japan pro wrestling let, let, let's just let's just call it like it is and, and this yeah. woman is thriving the way she should be thriving in wwe which to me i, I still can't get over could have been fact that she could, exactly what could have been and she's thriving in freaking New Japan, and it's so awesome to see people. Even though they, there's actually, some fans I'll say, that, go ahead, Brian, go ahead. Sorry, I, I was going to say actually, she can't do that in WWE. She nobody <laughs> no. can in WWE because no. you have to go out on your own and, and do this and on yeah, your own. She took to, a bet yeah. on herself, and she is thriving yep. in New Japan, and 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 awesome for her. Seriously, uh, she is mm -hmm. doing wonders over there. Um, she can, like I said, whether you love her, whether you hate her. People are talking about her, and, and, and that's what Mercedes Monet does. She draws in eyeballs, and she, and women's wrestling in New Japan has just went up tenfold because of that woman, so shout out to her. And with all that being said, it's time to get into my top five list. At number five, I have Trish Stratus. Uh, Trish Stratus is nice. number five as well. Um, you know, Brian, same as you. I, I got to give credit where credit is due, even though – that heel turn was so freaking ugly. It, it definitely put a yeah. damper on things, but that promo was tremendous. Um, I will give it a chance to see where it goes. The whole crowd noise thing, and, and and that's where I also give Trish Stratus a lot of credit. You know, I'm sure the piped-in crowd noise. I'm sure for any performer, when they you know put in uh, piped-in crowd noise, 
in that type of setting can throw off anybody. Oh, um, sure. Trish yeah. Stratus, she was in her element, the freaking look, her freaking entrance, everything was badass. Um, you know, I, like I understand the piped in crowd noise and, and the heel turn, but still, you know, this was a, everything about Trish Stratus's promo. I still remember the words to this day, you know, just talking about, she's not a, she's not a fantasy. She's not a childhood fantasy. She's not a nostalgia act. She is the greatest of all time. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's what tr- promos are all about being memorable and Trish Stratus, even at her age is still fucking doing that shit. So that yep. is my number yep. five. At number four, I have Damian Priest at number four. Um, Damian Priest um, is really being booked very solid, and I'm all for it. I freaking I, – I really do. I really, really like it. Uh, where it goes remains to be seen, but as re- in regards to this week and, obvious, and also previous weeks, as, if I might add, uh, Priest has been booked very solid. He's winning these matches. It sucks that it's at the expense mm-hmm. of people like Escobar or Rey Mysterio and others, but hey – He's winning freaking matches. You know, he, the, the momentum is, is really building well for him. And again, props to him. Uh, we'll see where it goes, yep. um, especially when we talked about Damian Priest kind of being lost in the shuffle and the whole build to WrestleMania. So it's cool to see that Damian Priest is really feeling like the actual muscle, the actual, you know, yeah. the, the big man of, of the group here. So Damian Priest uh, deserves his flowers this week as he is number four. At number three, I have MJF. MJF is number three. I know, I know. I talked about my also my uh, my thoughts about this whole four pillars crap, and but you know what? MJF does what MJF does best, and that's turn chicken shit into chicken salad. Um, <laughs> yeah. The whole thing with uh, you know the whole thing with Sammy Guevara, and now I think that that could be potentially you know where where it goes remains to be seen. But you know, playing you know kind of like paying off Sammy Guevara to uh to win these matches and to face him at, to face him at double or nothing and who maybe potentially laying down i doubt that that's really going to happen but that there's at least a little bit of suspense right mm-hmm. and who better to do that than mjf just continuing to carry the freaking show at, on his back he's the aw world champion rightfully so um and again this whole filled four pillar stuff I, there's a million different ways i could have me and you, Brian, could have booked this freaking whole feud and, instead of a goddamn tournament. Uh, but again, MJF continued the whole the whole shtick with him and Sammy Guevara. I, I really um, I, I dig it. I, I, I dig it, and I and I can see where it could potentially lead to. Where it leads to remains to sure. be seen. But you know, MJF he continues to carry a a, <laughs> a show that is pretty much mid for for the most part. So. MJF continues to to deserve his credit. And I know like MJF's been on this list uh, for many times in the past uh, in previous episodes. But again, guys, I I can't sugarcoat it. MJF is that dude right now in professional wrestling and he deserves those flowers. If if it's every week, if he's got to be on this list every week to, 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 to to prove people that then so freaking be it at number two, I have the Blackpool combat club, that entire freaking group, the Blackpool combat club. I love what they're doing with that faction. They actually finally it took them a it took them a while, Brian. It took them a while, but they're finally booking. I don't know what Tony Khan is doing, but he's finally getting it right, at least for now. John Moxley, Brian Danielson now being added to the mix. Wheeler Yuta, Claudio. You can notice that they're not both uh, Wheeler Yuta and Claudio are hardly saying any words because they don't need to. Um, Their their whole shtick kind of fits the group. Um, as a whole, and they're they're just all about again. I, I reference like Shield 2.0, but I kind of like 
like it in that aspect. Um, they're sure. just, they're just smash mouth. They can, they do, they beat you up whenever they want to do it. You know, whenever they feel like it, they don't care about anybody and they're just going to beat your ass and they're going to smile while doing it. So, um, I love that. I love the way they're being booked. Um, it's, it's just, again, I just, I like it a lot where, it, where it goes remains to be seen. And of course it also implies about the situation involving, um, them with the bucks and Omega and, and that yeah. has tremendous pot- potential and, and Takeshka, Takeshka put potentially joining the group and making that, that, uh, that faction yeah. even more freaking dominant. So there's so many ways and that's why they're so high on this list because of the way they're being booked, um, and, and what can lead to them that can even get them more freaking over. Um, but I think the Blackpool Combat Club is doing a tremendous freaking job with Moxley, Danielson, all being at the helm. They've done over the last several weeks. They've had a lot of memorable type of stuff, like some backstage beatdowns, yeah. Brian Danielson's return, and him turning on Omega and the whole freaking heel turn as well. You know, the the screwdriver to uh, to uh, to Hangman. So they've done a lot of memorable shit. Whether you like them or not, mm-hmm. that's just the, that's just the facts, right? So. Yeah. Blackpool Combat Club as a whole, they deserve their flowers, and they are number two on this week's list. And at number one for my top five wrestlers of the week is Solo Sokoa. <laughs> that is right. The enforcer, the muscle of the bloodline, Solo Sokoa. Uh, this dude, again, I mentioned during, during the, the main event of SmackDown just earlier ago. This dude is is the is one of the few bright spots of this company. I love the way this dude is being booked. I love his yeah. entrance. I love everything about the dude. Um, and by the way, like, and I know like they're trying to make him do as less talking as possible. Don't get it twisted, you guys. If you've seen his work over at NXT, this dude can talk. Like he's actually not mm-hmm. a bad talker at all. So, but when he officially actually becomes solo, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, I, I, there's. I, I can only dream of what this dude can actually do once this right. bloodline, hopefully we don't know where the hell this, regardless of how we feel about this whole bloodline situation and how it's gone completely off the freaking rails. Solo Sokoa is that dude right now. Like he is, he is that dude. Everything about this dude right now, the way he's being built, the way he feels like a legit threat. Um, and, and just again, being the, one of the few bright spots um, in WWE and in professional wrestling right now. Um, and yeah. I love it. And I, I freaking love it, man. You know, he's in the prime of his career and he is thriving as, uh, and he is just thriving by the day, by the week and by the month. So that is my top five at number five. I have Trish Stratus. Number four is Damian priest. Number three is MJF. Number two is the Blackpool combat club. And number one is solo Sokoa. And that is my top five. Uh, bro, where's where's my where's my applause? We had one for Brian, and now we don't get one. Where's my applause? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. There you go, man. Yeah, pretty solid list. Put some respect on my list, goddammit. <laughs> that is my top five list, y'all. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of Ruthless Talk. This was our Friday Night SmackDown review for April 21st, 2023. Make sure you guys stay tuned for... A whole nother week of content as we once again resume on Tuesday as we talk some Monday Night Raw. Unfortunately, Brian will un- will be unable to do that episode of Monday Night Raw. So yeah, I'm going to miss that going, one. Your boy will be going solo, and that show will be in audio format only. One way or another, you're, you guys are going to get my thoughts 
in regards to Monday Night Raw and, of course, the build-up leading <laughs> – the build-up, I use that term loosely, build-up <laughs> towards WrestleMania backlash. And, of course, we're right back at it on Thursday uh, talking some AEW and AEW Dynamite. Of course, they got a whole lot of stuff going on as well. Double or nothing. You got all in coming up this summer. So lots to talk about with AEW for the next couple of uh, next couple of weeks. And then we are back at it right here next week on Saturday when we will have our special guest come on to the show. Uh, make sure you yeah. guys stay tuned for who that person is going to be, as well as talking more Friday Night SmackDown and another edition of Top Five Wrestlers of the Week. Brian, your final thoughts before we end the show? Yeah, just uh, interested or not interested. Looking forward for uh, next Saturday uh, in particular to get our uh, first interview there. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see where all this stuff goes. Uh, interested to see Thursday or Wednesday night. Um, you know how the how the elite Blackpool Combat Club you know start develops more. Yep. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to it all, man. Absolutely. Very well said. So again, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify or Apple podcasts, again, we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Make sure again, you follow us on our socials on TikTok and Instagram. Both are ruthless underscore talk as well as join our Facebook group. We continue. We want to continue to build this, this community by the day, by the week. So please make sure you continue to spread the word and continue to tune into future episodes, but that is going to do it for today's episode. Everybody. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And we are both signing off saying salute. Peace out. And take care, everybody. Yeah!